Well, folks, here we are. It's Friday. It is the 14th of May. We're about halfway through the month. I'm Tom Young. We're here for Money Shifts Podcast and Facebook Live. Uh, the whole goal here is to change your life, inspire, lead you to the growth momentum that we all need to find our way to that unique ability that we all have. And hopefully I can encourage you to search for it because when you find that unique ability that lies inside of you, it will be unbelievable and take you beyond wherever you expected or thought of, knew you could go. As we start every day, we start with prayers. Prayers for everybody in the world that is affected by this China virus as they fight over and and discuss where it started at and on and on and on. I don't know. We also pray for those who have lost loved ones and the loved ones who have been lost, that the Lord would open his arms and gather them into his kingdom above. In Jesus' name we pray. Today's going to be an interesting presentation because it's going to be two parts. The first part of the presentation today is going to be our usual discussion. We're going to have a discussion today about renunciation and birth. Uh, Personal discovery is what it's about. Using this book, uh, The Road Less Traveled by M. Scott Peck, and, and talking about that. Now, next week's going to get unique because we're going to talk about love next week uh, and and get into some more in-depth emotions and feelings that we all have and maybe how to interpret them a little bit, find more of one and less of another uh, as we experience these different emotional roller coaster rides in our life that we all experience. The word today is collaboration in in our book. And collaboration, it's a noun. The action of working with someone to produce or create something. Okay. Alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. A quote from Helen Keller. Great leaders understand the importance of teamwork. My friend Jonali Zupensik has a wonderful saying. Who goes to hold your rope? Who, yeah, who's going to hold your rope? While just about anything in life is possible individually, it seems to be a lot more gratifying when others are along for the ride. Have you ever heard of the story of old Warwick? There once was a man who was lost while driving through the country, trying to read a map as he drove. He accidentally steered off the road into a deep, muddy ditch. Though he was not injured, his car was stuck. So the man walked to a nearby farm. There he saw an old farmer and asked for help. The farmer replied, Warwick can get you out of that ditch, pointing to an old mule standing in the field. The man looked at the old rundown mule and then looked up at the farmer who just stood there repeating, Yep, old Warwick can do the job. The man figured he had nothing to lose, so the two men and Warwick made their way back to the ditch. The farmer hitched the mule to the car, and with a snap of the reins, he shouted, Pull, Fred! 
pull Jack, pull Ted, pull Warwick. And the mule pulled the car from the ditch with very little effort. The man stood by dumbfounded. He thanked the farmer, patted the mule and asked the farmer, why did you call out those other names before you called Warwick? The farmer grinned and said, old Warwick is just about blind. As long as he believes that he's part of a team, he doesn't mind pulling. Uh, unbelievable when we when we stretch our mind in different ways and think differently. It's it's really about this thinking muscle between your ears, figuring out what information do I need to read, what information do I need to consume, and we are all different. You know, the book Think and Grow Rich was the was the catalyst that saved my life, that changed my direction and put me on a path of bigger and bigger challenges, which meant bigger and bigger opportunities that led me to today. It's an interesting journey. Renunciation and, and rebirth, rebirth as, as Peck talks about in his book, the regard to the last of the above, it may seem to many that the ultimate requirement to give up oneself and one's life represents a kind of cruelty on the part of God or fate, which makes our existence a sort of a bad joke, which can never be completely accepted. This attitude is particularly true in present day Western culture in which the self is held sacred and death is considered an unspeakable insult. Yet the exact opposite is the reality. It is giving up of oneself that human beings can find the most ecstatic and lasting, solidly, solid, durable life and joy. And it is, that, it is death that provides life with all its meaning. The secret is the central wisdom of religion. Process of giving up the self, which is related to the phenomenon of love as well, as will be discussed in the next section of the book, is for most of us a gradual process which we get into by a series of fits and starts. Interesting. You know, when we talk about the things that we learn and, and what's going on, with each of our lives and, and how we manage to find our way is kind of unique. It, it's a study of self. It's a study of looking back at whence we come from, the things we have done in the past, the challenges that we have overcome. And, and we all have overcome challenges to get to this moment in our life. And through those challenges comes the personal growth that I talk about. Along with that, it's about new beginnings. It's about new information. You know, the, it, it, imagine, imagine you were born and, and you are the resident of a black box. You live inside this black box, big black box. You live inside total complete darkness. 
but you become accustomed to it. It's what you know, it's what you were born with. You know, even people that go blind and lose their sight develop a different sense of feel and touch and, and distances and, and, and they know exactly where everything is. They can walk right up to it and pick it up without even seeing it. So here you are, you live inside this totally black box. It is totally void of any light whatsoever. And you live every day, your whole life inside this black box. You don't know any better. You don't know anything else. And all of a sudden, one day, somebody pokes a hole in that black box. And in coming in that hole, it's a beautiful sunny day outside. And inside that little hole comes this light. And instantly you feel pain in your eyes because you have never experienced this before. And, and now this light, and, and as you adjust, your eyes start to adjust. You, you start to see a gray light in this room that you have been in for your entire life. And all of a sudden, the person on the outside of the box takes that hole and they open it up a little bit more and a little bit more. And all of a sudden, bright light comes into your little dark black world and your eyes actually start to adjust. And in adjusting, you all of a sudden see out through the hole as it gets bigger and bigger, a world of grass and flowers and trees and birds and unbelievable, the sky is so beautiful. You have never ever experienced this before. And while you were in your black box, if somebody would have explained this to you, you would have never, ever believed it. You would have never believed it. That is what I'm about, folks. The financial world that we all live in around the world is very similar everywhere. People that get ahead financially in life get ahead in a lot of very, very unique ways. And in that are secrets, secrets of success, secrets of finding your way. There, there's a, a program, a software thing that I do, and we've done it here where I ask a series of questions. What income do you have to earn to be in the top 1% and the top 5%, the top 10%, top 25% and the top 50%. And a lot of people I work with, you know, they're making 100,000 a year, 120, 150. And, and, and all of a sudden they look at their lives because they are in their atmosphere, their surroundings and the people that they relate to are all similar. So very easily they look at themselves and look at their financial world. And I would ask them, do you see yourself as common or uncommon? And more often than not, they would say, I'm just common. But when they see the percentages of people where if you're making $100,000 or more, 
you are in the top 25% of wage earners in our society in the USA. If you're in the top 25%, would not that make you uncommon? And if in fact you are uncommon in your financial earnings and that, if you do what the common does, wouldn't that take away your growth? In other words, you would actually be drawn backwards towards lower income by doing everything that everybody else does, where the majority is doing, you're going to do what everybody else. Oh, that's what everybody else is doing. And in doing such, you hurt yourself. You limit your growth. You limit your success and otherwise. So here we are, it's Friday, May 14th, and I've poked a hole in your little black box that you live in and let some light in. That is what this is all about, folks. It's about opening your eyes to the truth. Do the research. Everything I talk about is out there. This information is not hidden. It's just not a lot of people look for it because they aren't aware of it. And even if somebody makes them aware of it, many times they don't believe it. And when you don't believe it, then you're really hurting yourself. Not hurting me, you're hurting yourself. With that, we're going to sign off. Next week, we're going to get into the section two in this book. And it's called Love. Love defined, falling in love, the myth of romantic love. More about ego boundaries, dependency, cathexis without love, self-sacrifice. Love is not a feeling, the work of attention, the risk of loss, the risk of independence, the risk of commitment, the risk of confrontation, love is disciplined, love is separateness, love and psychotherapy, and the mystery of love. So we're going to get into this next week in a little bit more depth as we as we are on this journey to find ourselves and everything that we do. So with that being said, God bless. We'll see you here Monday. Maybe I'll jump in over the weekend. Things are going on around the world that that few people are really aware of. And, and so we are going to watch what's going on in the world because the world is watching America. Where America goes, the rest of the world follows. So it is so important that you and I stay positive, prepare for the hard times that are coming. Hard times have been here in the past, and I believe there is a financial storm that is very, very close to happening. Are you prepared? Will you be prepared? God bless. Get my new book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. 
get it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any of the big booksellers. Or you can go to CFO hyphen right up here. There it is. Let's see, get the hands right. See that? We'll get them right. Crazy when you're looking in reverse. CFOproject.com. Put your name and email address in. You'll get a link instantly for a download of the book. Cover to cover, every word complete. When you go there, there's an opportunity to invest in your future and start an educational program that will change your life. Now, by giving me the email there, guess what? You will be on the list to get the free ticket to the Summit to Success. You don't want to miss the Summit to Success. It is that important. The speakers and the content and the information has the potential to literally change your life. God bless. We'll see you here again Monday at noon. God bless.